Lunch with Pippa Hudson. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. Well, it is a very warm, not just a welcome back to consumer journalist Wendy Nona, but a welcome to Cape Town. She has relocated, which means we are going to have her in studio far more often, and we are delighted to have you in the Cape. Uh, thank you, Pippa. It's quite a weird feeling not um, flying back tonight, you know. Yes, how strange. Go back to my place. You get to yeah. go home at the end of the yes, show and put your yeah. feet up. Lovely. Different mindset, but lovely. Very happy to be here. Well, we are delighted to have you here. Now, shoplifting, a huge thorn mm. in the side of retailers, and understandably, they do what they can to prevent it. Nobody can theft uh, that is clear up front mm. but have you ever unwittingly walked out of a store without paying for something and if that happened what did you do how did they respond if you had the uh, courage to go back into the store I'm really looking forward to hearing from some of you today about how it happened and what happened next if you've got an experience you'd like to share with us please do give us a call on 0214460567 or leave a voice note on 0725671567 Wendy, we know it's a big problem. Hard to know how big it is because we don't know how many shoplifters are caught. Do we have any sense of the scale? Well, yes. The latest um, crime stats, I think, ending March 2018, um, put the number of people getting caught at 170 a day. I think the annual figure for the Western Cape, which is just behind... Gauteng is 13,700 and something. So it's, I just thought the daily day. one, though, is a, is a better figure to get your mind cool. around. Um, they're listed in, in that crime report as occurrences. So for the police to have them on record, a charge would have had to be laid. It yeah. wasn't a case of someone being caught and then just the, someone let it go, let it go yeah. right? As for how many of those people went on to be convicted in court, um, and then obviously have a, a, a criminal record of theft. Um, I wasn't able to find out, but it's a it's an interesting crime in inverted commas because there are many reasons why people shoplift. Um, I got the the most um, interesting breakdown I got was um, from a website of a U.S. shoplifting expert, Terence Daryl Shulman in the U.S. who actually had shoplifted. Um, himself as a younger person and so really understood and he fits into one of these categories. So you've got obviously the common thief or professional shoplifter. They work alone or they work in rings and the retailers will know who they are. They They sell the goods for profit and it's their their job. Then you've got the drug um, or gambling addicts. They'll do anything to feed their habit and and shoplifting is is one way of doing that. They sell the stuff that they steal. In this country, an issue, the impoverished, so that's a a survival thing. Thrill seekers, mostly young people, you know, doing it to see if they can get away with it. Silliness, yes. Kleptomaniacs. So those who shoplift impulsively and steal to calm their anxiety, it's a psychological thing. Mm. The objects that they shoplift are usually discarded or hoarded. They don't need them. They don't want them for the stuff they want. To, it's, it's feeding into a psychological issue okay. that they're dealing with. And then the addictive or compulsive, they may get a rush from stealing, but the stealing um, is mainly a cry for help. And that itself okay. becomes a kind of a, a drug. And finally, what we're focusing mainly on today, and that's the absent-minded shoplifter. Often older people who are on medication and distracted mothers of babies or toddlers and all sorts of other people in between. And, um, I mean, I certainly did it a few times and luckily realized and went back to the store. I remember the one, this will show you how long ago it was. I was yeah. at a music, a musica actually in a shopping center and mm. I obviously went in to buy some music, but, uh, while I was looking around and finding anything and I, I bought one of those tape, um, cleaners, head cleaners, yes. you know, and, I obviously had it in my hand and was looking for something to buy and then walked out having not found the music I wanted. 
And I got sort of 100 meters away or 50 meters, and I suddenly realized I was holding this thing in my hand, and I turned on my heels and literally ran back because I'm thinking if they catch, if they come after me, You've at least I'm running. Yeah, no, but I'm now running them. towards them. And I, 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 I can't remember if I paid for it or gave it back, but basically that pounding heart feeling yeah. um, of, of, of I've shoplifted was awful. I remember it very clearly. And I'm sure you've got a, a story and Mine, Amy's got a story. Mine's a pocket of potatoes. Uh, okay. Um, uh, you know, I, it's also, it's a long time ago, but I was doing the, the groceries for my student digs. And oh, yes. uh, so I was buying lots of cheap fuel for yeah, the digs. Yeah, in bulk. Bought the huge pocket of potatoes. It was too heavy for me to pick up and get into the trolley. So as I do, did as you often do, you slide it onto yeah. the bottom level of the trolley, walked through, paid for a huge monthly shop. And mm. walked out, got to my car, and was only after unpacking the whole trolley, Wendy, that I looked down and saw the potatoes were there and realized I hadn't paid for them. And as you say, it was that cold, I'm going to get caught now. What have I done? You know, and I, I, like you, turned around immediately, went back to the store, went straight to the security guard at the entrance and said, I'm so sorry, I've just realized I didn't pay for these. What do I do? And they, in that case, were just incredibly grateful that the manager actually came out to thank me for coming back to pay for them. They saw it for what it was. And I think a lot of people do that with that bottom section of the trolleys with charcoal. Dog with food, big dog food, big, big packs of bags, nappies, yeah. anything like that. It's an obvious place for toilet rolls even, I suppose. Um, so that's your unintentional one. And, and this, when I was reading up on about the different kinds of uh, shoplifting, I remembered a, a, fr- a, a good friend of mine. Um, she was widowed. Uh, she was, they were in their 20s still. She had yeah. a, a small baby. Uh, well, I think she was one. And she went to a branch of Woolies and with a pram and – she shoplifted a small item in the fold of the, the pram canopy or whatever. Yeah. And she was apprehended. Somebody watched her, saw on CTV or, or the, the guard, roaming guard saw her. And um, I don't know to this day if it was a psychological, she wasn't an intentional shoplifting, but it was apparently not that uncommon with women in particular going through extreme trauma to, to, this was to right do this. After she'd lost it was her in husband. the week. Yeah. It was okay. in the week that he died, days afterwards. She was detained for hours with this baby. Oof. No charges, but she was banned from that store for a year, which was highly traumatic. So, you know, there's so many nuances to this issue of essentially leaving a store, attempting to leave a store without, yeah. without paying. And before we start digging into any of these nuances, let me share with you a two pieces already coming through. A WhatsApp from someone saying, I once walked out of Woolworths on a busy morning with a trolley of goods, not too much, without paying. And no one noticed. I'd shopped for food, walked into the clothing department, as many of us do in Heart Bay, when I realized outside what I had done. I was shocked and went straight back into the store to the manager on the shop floor and told him how ridiculous the security <laughs> is. Um, she says, and I, how lucky they were that I was honest because I could have piled up a huge trolley load and just walked out. He was grateful and told me it does happen, but perhaps they've improved since then. It seems like store layout may have played uh, quite a big Our factor role, yes. in that particular story. Bob in Mulderton, you'd like to comment or share a story or a tip, I think. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, it relates to uh, shoppers who are shopping with their children. Mm-hmm. Often to keep the child quiet, the mother will take a chocolate bar or something. Uh, or even sometimes you see the shopper has a cool drink while they're walking around. And I wonder mm-hmm. how much of that gets paid for. Bob, yeah. you've, you, you've hit the nail on the head. Yes. To such an important part of this is that is absent-minded consumption of something in the store. Thank you very much for for pointing that out. Uh, in fact, it happened. To, it almost happened to my husband last weekend when he oh, was really? walking around the shops and he was drinking a, a can of water or something, um, and 
as we got to the till, he sort of said to me, oh, have they got a recycling bin in here where I can put this? I'm like, you Not can't put it in the recycling paying. bin. We haven't paid for it yet. <laughs> and, you know, he had absolute shock on his face because he realized what he'd almost done. But yeah. it can happen so easily. And the thing is, the problem is that there is often zero tolerance in the store. The CCTV cameras capture you not paying for something or a roving security person spots you. And then you're apprehended at the store exit because, of course, there's no case until someone has actually left the store without paying. They can't prove that you didn't um, pay until you've actually left. And then the policy is, in in most cases, to call the police. And that's exactly what happened to 52-year-old Lucy Moachi last Friday afternoon. She is or was a regular customer at the ShopRite in Zanin Crossing. She paid for... A whole trolley of goods, well, as much as um, mm. 665 rands will buy you. Um, and she was stopped by a security card when she left the store because, according to her niece, Liz Letzwala, who was, uh, who put this on, um, social, social media, media, on Twitter, um, on Saturday, Moaki picked up a pack of chewing gum at the checkout and was holding it with her cell phone. And if you think of the size of those two things, yeah. they kind of match up quite well. Um, it was a stimmerol, those thin Yes, packs. a very thin yeah. tube, uh, uh, rectangular. And now it was a picture of the scene. She's now, it's her turn to get to the checkout and she starts, before she starts loading her stuff onto the counter, she stashes her phone in her and handbag. with stimmerol in her handbag. Um, and, uh, she, so when she was stopped uh, by the guard as she was leaving with her groceries that she'd paid for, she sort of obviously did that, oh, oh my goodness, uh, let me pay for it. And that's obviously they never let you do that if, if you're caught, if you're caught, yeah, yeah because that would, uh, there'd be no deterrent to shoplifting. You have a go. And if you, if you say, oh, sorry, I forgot. If you and, get yeah. caught, then, oh, well, I'll just pay. So she was then, um, escorted on foot. They tried to restrain her somehow and she refused. The, the police station, in this case, was um, a, a walking distance away, so the police escorted her. This was half past three in the afternoon. Let's, that's when she paid for a good. So let's say it's getting on to four o'clock by the time the commotion um, d- was over, and she sat in that police in a police cell on her own, granted, but in a police cell. The ver- the versions vary. The family says that she was only released at two o'clock in the morning. That's Yo. how long the police took to process the paperwork and everything else. Shoprite says it was eleven o'clock, but either way, that's a long, long on time. On a Friday, can you imagine? And apparently, she's claustrophobic, so this Oof. was not, uh, you know, it was a, it was especially traumatic for her. She paid bail of three hundred rand and was told to appear in the in court on Monday, which she did, and the charges were dropped, which is okay. not surprising. Um, but yeah, it's, you can imagine this playing out on social media. Um, Liz, the niece, uh, this is what alerted me to the story, tweeted, at ShopRite, my aunt is in jail as we speak for buying her groceries and forgetting to pay for chewing gum. And you called the police on her. Who steals chappies after buying groceries? Notice how chappies is a generic word for yes, chewing for gum. Chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> she was humiliated at the store, she told me afterwards. Um, they wanted to chain her, but she refused. And then photographs were taken of her, and she was terrified that these were going to be published Posted, somewhere, yeah. like police files. Um, when I spoke to ShopRite spokesman on the Sunday, she insisted that, as I say, she was, um, Moaki was released at 11 o'clock on the Friday evening. Um, and she said that um, it's not their policy to um, take photographs for the store, or the security to take photographs, and they sent a manager to, to actually go and, and delete, delete them. them. But this okay. was the official response that they put out on social media as this thing was gaining traction. We are sorry that this happened to our customer and believe that such cases must be treated with utmost care and regard for respect. The matter is being investigated, and if it is found that it was mismanaged at store level, stern action will be taken. Shoplifting is an ongoing challenge in the retail industry um, through which vast amounts of money are 
lost annually, placing the success of businesses and the job security of millions of people at risk. All incidences of alleged unpaid for items leaving our stores must unfortunately be investigated. And our stance is to do this without discrimination against race or stature in society. The South African Police Service are always involved to investigate such cases and for the law to take its course. And we cannot comment on their further processes. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one, Wendy. I mean, you can understand how the stores need to manage this issue. Clearly, all the reasons they stated there are valid, that they lose a lot of uh, stock. They lose, obviously, it, it, it jeopardizes the, the, the business yeah. itself. At the same time, though, there are cases where it's very clear that it was. I mean, the mom with the screaming baby who comes back into the store. There was a case a couple of years ago in Cape Town where a mom did exactly that. She came back clutching her cup of coffee saying, I'm so sorry, I've realized I forgot yes. to pay for this. And then she was taken into custody oh, and put through a whole process. Because where's I, I can't the intent? remember where it happened, but it was yes. an awful, awful story. There must be some discretion, and yeah, you would expect the manager to, to exercise that kind of discretion. Because absent-minded shoplifting is a thing, and the collateral damage of having those processes and having no discretion, perhaps not too much, maybe too much to expect of the security guard, but certainly store management should be hmm. trained to make a call there because once the police are called, that process is out of their hands. hands and you yeah. go through it. And imagine the disproportionate trauma. Um, I, for one, would never set foot back in that store because not just because I'm trying to punish the store, but because the, of the the memories you're going to yeah. have flashbacks. I just would avoid would it. Go there again. I just yeah. couldn't. I mean, imagine. I believe we've got a voice note that's come through. Let's take a listen. Hi, Pepe and Wendy. I thought I'd just tell you the story of uh, a purchase that I made recently at Clicks. Um, I bought a couple of things and one of the items was about 500 Rand. And when I went out of the shop, I thought, hold on a sec, that my price that I paid for the couple of things that I bought didn't seem right. So I looked through the packet and I looked through my uh, slip and discovered that they hadn't charged me for this thing that was around about 500 Rand. So I walked back in and basically went back into the queue and said, look, um, you haven't charged me for this. I went to the exact same teller as well. And uh, I didn't even get a thank you, not even a smile, not even a nothing, Mm. anything. However, at least um, I could sleep that night uh, peacefully knowing that I hadn't shoplifted inadvertently. Yes. That's unfortunate that she, I mean, I've had the experience where I haven't been charged and and you realize as you walk out of the store, well, sort of part, mm. down the passageway, and um, it happened, I bought a soft teddy bear to send to my niece in America, I remember, with some other things. And you have that moment, that crisis of conscience, where you think, mm, is that, you know, that, yeah. that split second. And then I went back, and they were just, these two tellers were just astonished. And they were like, almost like, well, why would you, co- why come, you come back? 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 And yes. I said, you know why? It's easy. The thing was about 180 randles. 200, whatever. I said, for 200 Rand, I get to feel absolutely fantastic about myself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, went, not oh, okay. and not risk having yeah. a criminal record. Well, in that case, actually, I could have proved that I, I presented it for payment. So that was clearly a, it becomes yes. intent when you get to that, when you get outside the store and then decide, well, actually, it's, it's your the, mistake. It's so your I'm mistake. Going I'm going to, back, to be- yeah. benefit from it. Then you have your crisis of conscience and you need to decide what's right for you. Jean and Miesenberg, it happened to you too. Good afternoon. Yes, absolutely. I'm a regular shopper at Checkers, Musenberg, mm. but in this instance, I get my medicines from uh, the MediRite at uh, Checkers uh, Blue Root. So I yeah. screeched over there, having ordered my, my meds, uh, picked up the packet. It was already stapled. 
and took a call being um, you know, in, in, in the uh, property industry. Yeah. And uh, I was chatting to this person on the phone and I was walking away from MediRight and I thought, okay, next port of call is, um, and I had already done all of my shopping and uh, next port of call would be uh, Discam upstairs. So yeah. I trundled my way, talk, took the lift and I'm sitting with about eight, 750 rands worth of groceries from checkers in my, in my trolley. Went up to uh, to um, Diskem, got what I needed there, and then went to the the counter to pay for my Diskem stuff. And then I looked in my trolley and I thought, now why aren't these things in bags? Oh, Always oh bring bags. And I thought to myself, oh my word! And it was just before seven o'clock, and I just said, I'm sorry, I have to leave instantly. And I dashed all the way back to Checkers. And I called the manager and I said to him, I'm sitting with a full trolley load because I just walked straight out. You know where you've got the hyper, the, 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 the food, uh, oh, sorry, Lord, the yes. checkers, very mark, and then you've got the home store. Yes. So I just walked straight out there. There was no security there. You know, Gene, and what strikes as a, me. As a consequence, yeah. um, you know, he said, oh, my word, thank you so much. And, you know, um, I then paid for everything. And, um from then on, I, I note that they do put a security guard there. Like, <laughs> okay. you know, one lady walking out still, with stuff in the trolley, and yeah. sometimes people don't. You know, they'll pack it in their car. Gee, what um, strikes me? I just me wonder if I whether they check that. Well, what, what, what strikes me most is if you went from a clicks to a discam, you could so easily have been accused uh, of, of trying to shoplift those items in discam as well, as well uh, because yes. it's similar products and brands. And, and, and she's um, right. With, yeah. with people not yeah. wanting to take plastic, some people just don't do. and just put things exactly. in Exactly. So it's not, a red, not necessarily a red flag. Well, Jean, I'm glad you went back. Well yes. done for doing the right thing. And uh, I'm glad that the store appears to have learned the lesson from realizing that there was a weak point in their security there. We've got messages streaming in, Wendy. Uh, um, so many people have been through this. Uh, we will share and had some a lucky more escape. of those. Yeah. Uh, we'll share some more of these stories after we take the news headlines and have our round of brain. Just quickly, though, we did, just for the record, we, we did reach out to ShopRite to speak on the show today, Wendy, but they yes, weren't available. Yes, they said they, they weren't available. Well, they chose not to put me onto the Consumer Goods Council of South Africa, who also said, no, you must speak to the individual retailer. So, that, unfortunately, we don't have the industry perspective um, that I was hoping for, other than the ShopRite's official statement. Okay, but we have got some feedback and we've got some tips on how to avoid falling into this uh, trap, which we'll share with you a little bit later on. Consumer Talk with Wendy Nola. You can join the conversation. So we have Shanae on the line uh, talking to us uh, back to the issue of unintentional shoplifting. And Shanae, I believe your family is dealing with such an incident as we speak. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, Papa, and good afternoon, Wendy. Hi, Shanae. Uh, Yes, so it's actually my uh, boyfriend's mother, so what has happened is, I am probably shouldn't mention which Woolworths store it was, but it was, I think it was just before the end of last year, she uh, went into the store, bought, I think, almost 3,000 rand worth of goods. Somehow managed to, I think it was a, um, a, a sheet, a, a, a bed sheet, managed to either slip in the side, she put it on, you know, where, the, where you, you'd usually put a child to sit, Something happened and it slipped on the side and she didn't see it. And as she walked out after she paid for a good, the security guard stopped her and he said, sorry, ma'am, you've got an unpaid item. And she said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll just turn around and go pay for it. In which I'm not 100% sure of all the details. I mean, the family's gone through so much trauma and so much stress. So there's a lot of up and down been going on. But 
So from, from what I understand, what happened next was the uh, store manager came and said to her that she is will now get, um, uh, a, you know, it will be, become a shoplifting case. After which she tried to explain to him, you know, so I'm really sorry it was a complete accident. You know, we run a hotel in the area. They do over, I think, um, um, yearly, they, uh, you know, their shopping expense at Woolworths was almost over a million rand. Yo. So I do not yeah. understand why anybody, you know, all their restaurants from their hotel, all their food usually went to that one single store. So she tried to explain to him, and he just said, we're really sorry, and he phoned the police. She wasn't allowed to call anybody. Eventually, um, I'm not sure what happened, but she managed to call her husband and her son, and they came to the store. And the police arrived, and they said, well, they're really sorry. They have to take her uh, to the back of the store, and she has to go to with them to the police station. And her husband and her son tried, and they tried to explain to them, and, you know, said that, ridiculous how can you take my mother and my wife you know to a police station she didn't do anything wrong she was willing to pay for it it was an accident and the store manager was extremely extremely aggressive now um, like I said once again it's only their side of the story so maybe you know they did say something and they might have been upset and he got you know a little bit on the defense side Mm -hmm. of things but eventually he said, made us, wanted her to sign a paper to say she's never allowed to come into the store again. Mm, and sure, he pointed his you. finger in her son's eye saying, I'm going to put your mother in jail. Those were exact, exact words. So she went to the police station. The, um, the, you know, whoever was supposed to handle the case took the better part of four or five hours where she was in a cell by herself. Wasn't allowed. Obviously, my, her husband and son and daughter sat outside uh, you know, in the police station waiting for her. And eventually, um, you know, sign all the papers and everything, and it's gone to court. And every time she goes to court, it, they just say that um, there was a, you know, they can't, there's, uh, they postpone the case. And this has been going on for, I think it's, yeah, it was before the end of the year. She's lost a tremendous amount of weight. She didn't eat, she doesn't sleep. It's sure. literally to a point where the entire family is almost ruined because of this case. And I'm just going, how on earth can something like this happen? Yeah, that's, what do you the, that's the no, that's the no the, discussion yeah. thing. Um, once, so my point is, I think that the managers should have the discretion to actually look at the thing in its entirety. I get the shop spokesman saying they can't be seen to be discriminating and saying because you know it doesn't fit your profile. You spend so much money. I, well, I kind of go, get that, yeah. but but I mean, if they're watching, if she's a regular customer, they've been watching her. They, I've done that. It's easy to slip off that little. Um, the area little, in the front of the trolley where you put we your would put your our toddlers, and yes. yes, and it's it's happened to me where it's I haven't walked out of the store where I thought where's it gone and you look and it's slipped down the side. I mean, I, I just as I say, I think the collateral damage and the the sort of the trauma that that a person can go through when on the balance of probabilities, you know, a sheet. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's it's a, it's the stores have the right to do it. They do. Um, it's astounding to me that, that it's a case that keeps on getting delayed and delayed and what delayed. Are they, what are they waiting for? Where is the discretion for? of the magistrate? Yeah, uh, and that the ongoing would trauma would also, to have this yeah. over your head. And if the court's clogged up with well, the stealing right. of a tube of, of Stimerol, uh, so you know. It's, it's funny you should mention that because last night I actually got hold of a, um, a prosecutor, public prosecutor, um, who's based in, in Durban. She got involved in the Twitter conversation mm-hmm. about the 52-year-old woman we spoke about at the beginning of the show who was um, arrested on the basis of that um, packet of gum. And she said um, she sees shop 
lifting cases every day. She is unfortunately, because of her job, she's not allowed to share her views publicly. She asked me to call her in Bali. Um, she said often she doesn't want to prosecute the case because she can tell that there was no intent and that it was just a mistake, but she says they have no discretion. Recently, she said in the last, last week, she had the case of a woman who had drunk a bottle of water, much like your husband, Pippa, yeah. um, in the supermarket, left the empty bottle at the bottom of um, the basket, you know, there's, there's the double down, stack. Up, yeah, double yeah. stack. Didn't pay for it. Um, and she was, she went through the whole process. She's now appearing in court. Uh, did appear in court. Another case of, um, somebody eating sausage and chips from the supermarket daily and didn't pay. That, whether that was intentional or not, it may well have been. People do do that. Yeah. Which is why it's never a good idea to do it. Um, she said if the, if the person is a first offender, she does have the option to, um, divert, as she put it, divert them to NICRO, which is the National Institute for Crime Prevention and the Reintegration of Offenders. But she yeah. said as soon as those accidental shoplifters tell NICRO that they didn't intend to shoplift, it was an accident, they are then sent back to court because it's it doesn't it's not their it's brief. Not it has to be people yes. who did it but but you know need, are, to shown need to be the error of their ways. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of them are young children. So and she also did say that the store security guards have targets to meet and apprehension and the police as well. What does that mean? And that the prosecutors and magistrates are aware of that, so there's got to be there's a target of of of. You've um, got to catch five yes. shoplifters a week. Now that is hugely problematic. And that is, and she's I've heard that before, and she said it's a, it's a well known thing. You sure. can see why she didn't want to be named. And she says she's had cases where if there's no security f- footage, and that is often the case, um, to show that the shoplifting was accidental, because you can see the, the distractedness, the yes. child, the cell phone. Um, she says the magistrate will often give the benefit of the doubt to the security guard who will say something like, I followed her and saw her deliberately concealing the product. And, and there you see the danger. So whether shoplifting was intentional or not, there actually is a legal out. It's called de minimis non curat lex rule, and it's commonly referred to as de minimis, which means essentially that the law does not concern itself with trifles. So in the case of, 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 Lucy's stick of gum. Lucy's stick of yeah. gum. That that is what must have happened. They didn't say, "Well, you're innocent." They, we agree with your story. It's just it's too trivial. In um, Shanae's um, boyfriend's mom's case, maybe the sheet was worth too much to be considered to be trivial. I don't yeah. know, but you'd think, all things considered, that that m- hopefully that will happen in her case. But but yeah, it's um, some training. I think yeah, though, absolutely needs to be done the same on the thing. on the part yeah. of the the store managers because of the disproportionate amount of trauma that can be inflicted on someone who was genuinely yes so to make that stealing. call because once the police are called it's out of their hands and then the process continues we've got Ziska on the line from Somerset West I believe you were arrested for the Ziska tell us what happened good afternoon good afternoon yes um, exactly that I was I had a shopping cart full of stuff for my business I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and I had three items that I wanted to keep separate which is for personal for my personal use yeah. Um, and exactly that, it was in the child seat area, and I just, lots on my mind, paid for everything for the business, which was came to, I think, almost 2,000 rand, and just forgot about the three things. And as I walked out the store, the security guard stopped me and said, please, can you accompany me? I, I never resisted. Um, spoke to the store manager, said, I'm so sorry, it just completely slipped my mind. <laughs> she wouldn't hear anything of it, and, and that is just the trauma. I was arrested. I was chained to a gate in the back area for like most oh of the goodness. day, taken away, you know, in the police vehicle, locked up. It was a Friday afternoon, so they they said that they couldn't find the, the um, person at the police station. Um, 
Spearder, sorry. I'm, um, yeah, detective. <laughs> yeah. The English word. Yes, the detective to sign off on the case. So they then threatened that I had to stay the whole weekend. Luckily for me, um, <laughs> I have a friend who used to work at the Somerset West Police Station and she found a detective to come in especially. And so I didn't have to stay the whole weekend. But You could but have. Hugely traumatic. I could have, yes. And Ziska, was um, your case ever brought to court? So it was brought to court, postponed four or five times. Just like the other every case. single time, yes. Every single time. Eventually, um, because nobody from the store involved uh, pitched up to, to put their, their side of the story, it was thrown out. Um, sure. But the point is, well, uh, I, I've now forgotten what the legal term is. Uh, it was withdrawn, which means that it can at some stage be mm. reinstated if they, if they choose sure. to, to fight it. So the tang's yeah, over you still. How long ago was this, oh, Siska? This was about 18 months ago. Oh. Sure. Okay. I mean, what a feeling. Uh, we need to have that hanging over. I want to thank you so much for sharing. I that, can hear that the emotion because, in your voice. Oh, Siska, thank you for sharing that. What an absolute trauma to go through. But thank you. Uh, it just emphasizing. I mean, Wendy, there are literally dozens of stories coming through of people who've been through this, uh, who have parents who've been through this. Somebody saying, "I remember my nephew putting products in his pram as a baby, and his mom only realizing it once she'd taken oh, him out goodness. of the pram That's to put him into the car." A manager seat. should see that for what it is. Yeah. You again, think. it comes down to you think some straight some training needed about the concept of discretion although as you said it's it's a tricky one for them because they've got to be seen to be treating everybody equally but just quickly before we move on to the dstv yes, story because we are running out of time takeaways for our audience okay how to avoid getting caught it's in about this. distraction yeah okay um so don't put products in your handbag while shopping um and then intending to put them on the, at the checkout always use a basket or a trolley if you're using a pram that comes up often resist the urge to hang items on it or put anything inside it or in a flap or whatever don't enter the stores with too much other shopping rather offloaded regularly to your car don't this is such a biggie don't eat or drink products in the store security guards are on high alert for this some people do it with the intention of not paying. And so if you accidentally drop the wrapping or the empty, empty bottle or forget to hand it to the cashier, you could very well be stopped as you exit the store and accused of shoplifting. And we've heard what happens after that. Yeah. Be very mindful. Cell phones and children in particular distract us, which causes an accidental shoplifting. And if you're apprehended, insist on dealing with the most senior person in the store immediately. Okay, good advice, and I hope you never have to call on it, but uh, uh, please, uh, particularly that issue of eating and drinking in the store, uh, it's so it's tempting. a good idea. It is so tempting when we've all been there. I, I've, um, I, I, <laughs> but working on this story, I'll tell you what, I'm never going to do it again. No, never going to do it again, no. Yeah. All right, um, before we get to Jenny, a DSTV came up last week, and we must give some oh, feedback we're going to have to here. scream through this, Lots but it's of, not good. It's not good news, I'm afraid. Lots of unhappy customers who found a notice in their latest magazine advising them that it will be discontinued continued in April uh, and we weren't quite clear on whether it was a total discontinuation or just the final death knell for the printed copy uh, many of you emailed us including Maureen saying I don't feel comfortable using the digital version or in some cases I don't have access to the digital version I'm spending hundreds of random months on the subscription surely yes. they can still give me a magazine what did you find out when you uh, spoke to Multi Choice? Okay I reached out to, to Multi Choice. I got an email back from Benedicta Marga who's the senior manager manager for corporate comms and she confirmed that from the end of april all schedules will be 100 percent digital the magazine will not be printed at all the end that's not it. Uh, not for people over i think it's 55 65 or 60 i, I think, think it was, was 55 yeah. even okay um on it was over 55 and on premium you, enti- you were you Entitled qualified it, yeah so that's unfortunately um 
it's going to be finished at the end of April. The main reason for the change, they say, is the accuracy of the content. A printed magazine needs a huge lead time, and so it goes to print weeks in advance. And then in the meantime, schedules change, and by the time it reaches the customer, the info is out of date. Um, and then, of course, they say this is how what you must do. You can access the date schedules in the digital magazine and on the decoders themselves or via the DSTV Now app. app. Okay, so, so they, you know, so as far as multi-choice is concerned, they're just saying there are it. options. Yeah. I think for a lot of older people, it's the, the loss of that in the hands magazine and be able to draw on it and mark yes. and asterisks and put stickies and all of that. That's well, there a, is that's a, a bit of a, a, a bit of a solution. So bear yes. with me. Okay. So there are several options. If you do have digital access, okay, go onto Google and d- search for DSTV magazine, Feb or March or whatever month it is. You will still find the digital version, which looks just like the printed version, but it's just got to be clicked through digitally. You can also on your decoder, use the info button to scroll down on while you're watching TV, get that little yellow bar up and scroll through day by day and channel by channel what is coming up. You've got a TV guide button on the remote, which gives you access to the full week ahead. And then if you go to channel 100, we're told there is a constant two-hour highlights loop rolling there. So those are all options using the setup you've got and the remote control and the decoder. You can also use the search button, that button that looks like the magnifying glass, to search by name and by genre. But here's a big but. Okay, a couple of options. And they've said, Wendy, they're mindful that the elderly in particular might be struggling. So some of the suggestions are they are happy to make courtesy calls to elderly customers who want to be talked through those remote control options. There are dedicated people on standby at the multi-choice walk-in service centers for what that is worth. And apparently a computer has been set up specially to walk you through how Demo it works. It, yeah. And then this is the one I really want to flag. From April onwards, in other words, after they've discontinued the printed version, you will be able to download and print off yourself. There's for the people schedule. that want the paper. So if you want to go through it market. and physically highlight it, you I, will I, be able to do that. Yes, I think so, that's a, that's that's for most people who are going to miss the printed magazine. That's your best option. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So please consider all of that as an option. And I know it's not the answer you were all hoping for. I know lots of people have been mailing me saying, "Please put me on Wendy's list to follow up." It did work. But we can't follow up on no a magazine that anymore. doesn't exist. I'm yeah. afraid. Yeah. So please try and consider one of those options and do consider reaching out to Multi Choice if you would like someone to talk you through it. Jenny, I'm so sorry we didn't have time to get to your call. I will ask my producer to take your details so we can call you back during next week's segment. And uh, Wendy, will hold over the good customer service yes, story, I love that uh, story for next but week let's as not well. rush it. Okay. So just a reminder, if you would like to uh, set Wendy on the trail of a case, uh, the email address is consumer at nola.co.za K-N-O-W-L-E-R Please just put the words Cape Talk in the subject line plus a word or two about the nature of the problem. And Wendy, we'll chat again next week. Will do. Thanks, Pippa. Don't steal anything, everybody.